But I have to constantly remind myself, and so I'm going to remind you as well, that we are working to live our lives, not living to work, right? There's a difference between the two. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. episode all about how to unplug from work to take a vacation. I'm excited that you are here listening or watching in from our YouTube channel. If you are not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, we'd love for you to do that so we can talk face to face. But we are excited to talk all about how to unplug from vacation. Um, I know that we all love to take vacation, right? I know I love to take it, but there's been times in my life that I have not taken vacation or when I've taken vacation, It's been hard to unplug. It's been hard to actually be fully present in vacation. I tend to look at my phone and look at my email or take my computer with me and not fully unplug. And so um, today is just a great conversation talking about um, some of the mistakes that I've made as an entrepreneur going on vacation and then also giving you some tips on how to truly unplug for vacation before you even leave, during your vacation, and then when you get back as well. Um, It's super important that we do take a vacation and we do take some time off, whether that means you're going somewhere or just taking a staycation or taking a few days off of work. It's just really important to unplug and to really focus on ourselves and um, becoming a version of ourselves that is able to show up to work without feeling drained or without feeling like um, we just don't have um, some some balance in our life. We got to have that balance. I do want to share a statistic with you that the Harvard Medical School has put out all about people who work so much. And as entrepreneurs, we tend to work a ton, Um, typically more than the 40 hours per week that is normal for working America. And so um, I'm going to share a stat with you, and it's not to scare you, but it's to show you that it's super important for us to take um, some time off and, and for us to really have some balance with our lives and Certainly as an entrepreneur, there's going to be seasons in your life that you do have to work more than 40 hours a week because of crazy event season or um, because there's just a lot going on at work, but we can balance that out with having some lower um, hour weeks if we need to. So here's a stat. It's from Harvard Medical School. It says people who worked 55 or more hours per week increased their risk of heart attack by 13% compared to those who don't work more than 55 hours per week. And I know if you're anything like me, you can confidently say there's been many weeks in a row that you may have worked over 55 hours per week and perhaps even way more than 55 hours per week on certain weeks. So, um, and again, that's not to scare you, but it's just to show you that, look, working so much and relying on work so much and not focusing on family life or not focusing on um, the balance that we should have 
um, can be detrimental to our lives and to our our, our bodies and our long uh, longevity in our lives. So um, today, like I said, is a conversation about how do we unplug? How do we actually fully enjoy our vacations? Um, I'm about to go on a few vacations this summer. And so I am taking these practices that I'm going to teach you today and I'm going to be applying them to my own life. Um, these are relatively new within the last few years that I have learned to be able to unplug. I can tell you, gosh, it was probably five, six years ago, I went on vacation and I took my computer with me. I um, didn't delete any apps off my phone. I kept all my notifications. So anytime I got an email, my phone buzzed while I was sitting on the beach. And it was really hard for me to actually be on vacation and not um, be working. There's also been plenty of times in my life that I had to miss vacation. I had to stay back while my kids and my family and my parents and brothers, they all went on vacation and I stayed back because I had work to do. Could that work have waited? Now, looking back in hindsight, probably, and I probably could have gone to vacation, but I chose to stay back. And um, that gets tough, especially when you start having kids and you start having um, people in your life that rely on you um, if you can't go on vacation with them, you're one going to miss out on some fun memories and some fun times, but you also are going to, um, just be focusing on work and not enjoying life to its fullest. I have to constantly remind myself that I work to live. I don't live to work, right? Um, sometimes as entrepreneurs, we love what we do. We get fulfilled with what we do because we're good at it. Um, we are excited about it. We like it. Um, or we love our job. And so it's easy to just keep working and keep working because it fills our cup and it's, it's exciting and it's exciting to put in work and see the fruit of that come out. But I have to constantly remind myself. And so I'm going to remind you as well that we are working to live our lives, not living to work, right? There's a difference between the two. So keep that in mind for sure. I also want to be conscious of this conversation to the people who are solopreneurs, they don't have a team yet. Um, maybe it's you and your partner who is doing this business. Maybe it's just yourself um, and you don't yet have a team yet. You can still take vacation if you don't have a team. Let me tell you again for the people in the back, it is okay to still take a vacation if you are a solopreneur. You don't have to have a team to take a vacation. You don't have to have a team to take some time off you certainly can take some time off and not have a team with you. And so I want to give you some tips for, um, and, and the ones that we're about to go through are very much applicable to um, people who have a team and people who don't have a team. But if you don't have a team yet, um, I want you to figure out when you do go on vacation. So say it's next week or it's in a few months or something like that. If it's going to stress you out that your email is not monitored and that you're not checking your email, Perhaps think outside the box, and instead of taking email with you on your vacation, maybe a parent or a sibling or a partner or um, a good friend of yours can maybe touch in on your email. Maybe not like look at every single email and respond to every single email, but perhaps they can be an eye for any emergencies that might happen or anyone who really needs an urgent uh, reply back. That could be an option for you. You don't have to have a team to be able to monitor your email, you certainly can give that over to someone you trust um, to help you out with that. Um, that's what I did a few uh, years back, meaning about five, six years ago. 
um, I went on vacation and one of my good friends, I had her, um, I gave her my email and my password to get in. And I just said, hey, I'm going on vacation for seven days. It's going to stress me out. I already know that if I don't take my email with me, it's going to stress me out. And so if you could be a good eye over my email, that would be fantastic. Here's generally how I respond to my emails. And if this happens, do this. And if that happens, do that. Um, and so it was really good for her to be able to do that for me. Um, if you're in the events industry like myself and um, your job is reliant on specific dates that your business is um, performing a service or providing a product for, and you're going out of town and you think that's going to stress you out, then perhaps get someone you trust to be able to take care of that or just simply don't book those events or those projects while you're out of town. That might be something that scares you a little bit, that you're not going to be receiving revenue for that week. But guess what? There is 51 other weeks out of the year that you can still uh, maintain revenue. It's not all reliant on that one week that you want to take off. So keep in mind that you can continue to do business while you're gone, or you can decide, hey, I'm going to take the week off and I'm going to put in a wait. Um, reminder on my email that if I get an email, they're going to know where I'm at. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. And then for those of you who do have a team, you have maybe one person on your team or you have a full staff of people. Um, one, it's really great to over communicate when you're leaving, when you're getting back, what they can expect from you. If you're going to be a hundred percent unplugged, or if you're going to be able to touch base every few days or so, um, it's going to probably depend on where you're going, if you have cell reception, um, and how much you actually want to take off. I encourage you to take 100% of that time off because you need it. Um, but um, there are some special circumstances where you might have to continue um, to work a little bit while you're on vacation. Um, and that's certainly okay, but not encouraged. Um, so if you have a team, it's important to really over-communicate anything that is detail-oriented around when you're leaving, when you're getting back, what they can expect from you. Um, and then secondly, it's really important to equip them with how they can troubleshoot while you're gone. So if you want them to monitor your email and not do an away message or something that says you're out of office, um, encourage them to, to respond to your email as if they're you or respond to your email or CC um, yourself on those emails that um, they can still respond to those and you're not maybe having hundreds of emails when you get back from vacation. Um, and then any projects that you're doing that week, your team will be able to help you do that. But if you are responsible for some of those uh, projects, some of those events, some of those things coming up, then you're going to need to over-communicate again um, all the details associated with that instead of um, just kind of letting them blindly go. So try to get every detail out. If you can get it on paper instead of just verbally communicating it, which is important to kind of review those things, but um, make sure it's written down. It's somewhere that they can refer back to. So when you're gone, they're not like, huh, what did she say again? I forgot if it was supposed to be gold or silver. Um, you can go back to the notes and see that and um, be self-sufficient on that. So just a quick couple tips, whether you are solopreneur or have a team, um, because I know there are people who listen to this podcast who both have a team and they're solopreneurs. So um, just want to make sure that that is taken care of. We have a couple different points that I want to get into when we actually are going to take a vacation. And I broke it down into three different parts of the vacation. So you have before you leave, the pre-vacation time, 
you have the during your vacation time, and then you have post vacation time. Um, and there's just a few tips that I have for you um, between each of those scenarios, because um, we can't just leave and hope everything works out. Um, and so let's kind of go through those. So the first one I have is before you leave. This can be um, start, you can start these things before you leave, like 24 hours before you leave, a week before you leave, a couple of days before you leave. That is up to you and it kind of depends on when you're leaving. So if you're leaving on a Monday, you might have to start this on a Friday. If you're leaving on a Friday, you might just start this on Thursday. So um, it doesn't matter when you start your process of the pre-vacation kind of to-dos to do, um, but they are uh, relevant that they do start before you leave. Uh, whether you're driving or flying, it starts before you leave, preferably the day before, the night before. Okay, so the first tip that I have for you before you leave is I want you to clear out all of your email, all of your email. Respond to every single thing. At least respond by saying, hey, here's the information that you need. I'll talk to you in a few days. Um, but every single email in your inbox should have um, a response or a purpose for that in email. It should not be just lingering there. And this goes for any email inbox that you have, personal, business, you have a couple business emails, any email that you are responsible for should have a reply to it and it should be cleared out of your inbox before you leave town. In addition to that, with your email inbox, I encourage you to put an out of office reply on there and it can be the standard out of office reply, I'll return on Monday or whatever you want to say. But perhaps you make it a little fun. Maybe you encourage um, them to follow you on your personal Instagram, or um, maybe you show them a photo of you on vacation, or you tell them where you're going and the fun things that you're going to be doing or something like that. But you do want to um, have some sort of a reply. If you aren't having someone monitor your email, to have some sort of a reply that lets them know, hey, I'm on vacation. I went to you know San Diego, and I'll be back on Tuesday next week or whatever you want to say. But it is important to communicate with your clients in addition to your team and everyone else that you're working with that you're going to be gone. They can't expect a reply from you within your normal 24 to 48 hour um, business hours reply because you're going to be out of town. So clear your inbox and put an away message on your inbox. The second tip I have for you before you leave is to journal it out, anything and everything that's on your mind that's stressing you out. Anything and everything. It can be business related. It could be life related. It doesn't matter. But I encourage you as close to the time that you are leaving. So if you're leaving in the morning, do it the night before. If you're leaving in the afternoon, do it the morning before. But as soon um, or as close to you leaving as possible, I want you to get out a pen and paper, not just your notes section, not your computer. I want you to get a pen, physical pen and physical paper. And I want you to go and journal out every single thing that is on your mind, that's stressing you out, things at work, things with your kids, things with anything that's on your mind. And what this does is it helps you process, it helps you get it out on paper to where you don't have to stress about um, maybe something that you left hanging or um, something that's on your mind that's um, maybe causing you not to sleep. And so I want you to journal out everything that is on your mind, whether it's stressing you out or not. It just helps to kind of process and get it out there and not keep it all up in your brain. All right, and the third tip that I have for you before you leave for vacation 
is going to be I want you to take your computer and I'm going to leave it at home or leave it at your office wherever you're not going to be for the next few days. So most of us can do a lot of things on our phones. Pretty much everything that we can do on our computer, you can do on your phone nowadays if you have a smartphone. Um, but I want you to leave your computer at home because it's much easier to get a lot of work done on our computers than it is on our phones for most people, for me, for, uh, for sure. But I want you to leave your computer at home. And then in addition to that, because most of us have our emails on our phone, we have Instagram messages on our phone, we have Slack messages, we have all these notifications that we get from our phone during a normal business day, work day. Um, that helps us be attentive to those things. I want you to do one of two things before you leave. Not when you get on vacation, but before you leave. I want you to either delete those apps. You can put them back on your phone later. It's okay. But I want you to either delete those apps or I want you to pause all notifications to those apps. So you can do that in the settings part of your phone, no matter what phone you have. But either pick one or the other. Delete the apps or I want you to pause all the notifications. And the reason why I'm asking you to do this is because if you are laying on the beach or if you are on a horseback ride in the middle of Colorado, or if you are, um, doesn't matter what you're doing, whatever you're doing, if you're going to get an email notification on your phone or you're going to get a Slack message from your team because they're still communicating and they're still doing things at the office, you're going to get that and it's immediately going to cause stress in your mind because you're going to think, oh, should I open that email? Should I not open that email? If I do open the email, what's in the email, right? So some of, the, of, of us are overthinkers. You might not be that way, but regardless, if you're going to get a notification, it's going to trigger something in your mind that is going to put your mind on work, not put your mind on a relaxation or um, horseback riding or laying on the beach or whatever you're doing. So I want you to either delete it or pause your notifications. All right, so that's what we're going to do before we leave for vacation. Get a good night of sleep after you've done all these things and get ready to go on vacation, right? Okay, so what about when we're on vacation? Hopefully some of these things have um, troubleshooted before us so that we don't have to worry about being on vacation and getting that notification to our phone. But the things that I want you to do during your vacation is I want you to either totally totally relax with some plans or make some plans while you're there. Read a book that's not business related. Read like a fun book, a love story, whatever you want to do. Um, but read a book that's non-business related. And then I also want you to um, play games or go on excursions or go do something. Typically, when we are at home and we're at the office, most of us are um, going from one thing to the other all day long, all week long, all month long, all year long. And so when we get on vacation, some of us want to just purely relax and not do anything. But the problem with that is that if you don't do anything, you don't have any plans, your mind is automatically going to wander to the things that you typically are doing during that time. And so I'm going to encourage you to at least bring a book if you're going to lay on the beach all day, which there's nothing wrong with that. I love a good beach day. Um, but bring a book, play some games, go do some fun walks on the beach, do something that keeps your mind um, off of your normal routine and focus on actually taking a little bit of a break. So I encourage you to do that. The second thing that I want you to do on vacation, this is while you're there 
is if you start to get stressed out about work, if something does come up, um, not meaning a notification because we've already taken care of that, but if you get a thought in your mind or um, someone asks you about work who you're on vacation with or something like that, if you start thinking about work when you're on vacation, instead of just shutting it down, I want you to take out the notes section on your phone or a voice memo, or if you happen to have pen and paper with you or something, I want you to pick that up and I want you to write out whatever you're thinking right then and there. Because perhaps you're like me, and if someone asks you about um, your podcast or someone asks you about um, one of the events that you have going on in two weeks from now or something like that, you're immediately going to be thinking about your task list and everything that has to do with that event or with that project at work. And so instead of stressing yourself out about that and thinking about it, if you have any thoughts that have come up around that, write it down or voice memo it or something to get that out. Don't just shut it down because um, it's likely going to resurface at some point while you're gone. So try to get that out. And then the third thing that I want you to do while you're on vacation is I want you to actually sleep. I want you to actually relax. If you are kind of like me and my family, we like to be doing stuff on vacation. We like to be going um, mini golfing or we like to go walk on the beach or we like to play volleyball on the beach or we like to go swimming or we like to go play games or we like to just kind of keep somewhat of a schedule of what we're doing. Take a little breather. Take a little break. It's okay to not have a plan. Um, And I'm saying this from a type A, Enneagram 3, planner at heart. (laughs) It's okay to not have a plan, and not have things on your schedule while you're on vacation. Take some time off, take some rest, take some sleep time to catch up on maybe some of the hours that you missed out on last week. So as a small business owner, email marketing is something that is highly important, and I've talked about it plenty of times. Flowdesk has made my life and business so much better through their amazing templates, analytics, and ability to map out workflows from different audiences. I love using their platform for each side of my business, and I know you will too. Check out Flowdesk by going to rendereducate.co backslash Flowdesk. Okay, so I want you to enjoy your vacation, but then the dreaded getting back from vacation happens. If you are like me, sometimes we need a vacation from our vacation before we go back to work um, because we've just gotten into this state of relaxation and non-stress, and now we're back to life again. Um, And so when we get back from our vacation, you might need to schedule in a day or two for you to just unplug and get yourself back into the swing of things. Um, But regardless of if you need some time before you go back to work or not, I want you to have a really good rest the night before you go back to work. Really, really good amount of hours of sleep, Um, minimum eight, but if you can get 10 to 12 hours of sleep before you go back to work the next day, that is preferred because, and this is the reason why, um, because when we go back to work, we're immediately going to have some level of stress that we perhaps didn't have for the last five, six, seven, eight, nine days that we were out on vacation. You're going to have some level of stress going back to work. And so if you can equip yourself with a lot of sleep the night before, It's going to get your brain into this healthy state that when stress does come out, we can uh, handle it. We can combat it without getting um, into an unhealthy state of mind. And so if you can get 
10 to 12 hours of sleep the night before, that would be preferred. And most of us, when we're going on vacation, we're either driving a longer distance or flying for a long time. Um, And that takes a lot on our body. That takes a toll on our bodies. And so if you can get some of that good rest, it's going to really serve you well the next day. Um, And then I want you, when you go to work, if you've got kids, you've already dropped the kids off at school, you're doing all the things, you're back at work. I want you to try your best to resist your email for the first hour, maybe two or three hours, but the first hour that you get back to work. Resist your email. You probably have some mail that you have to take care of. You probably have a project or two that you left um, before you left uh, left for vacation that you need to do some things on. Um, you might need to read a book real quick. You might need to read a few chapters of a book before you get back into the swing of your email. But email is one of the biggest causes of stress in somebody's work life um, because it's constantly somebody asking for your attention. And so if we can resist it for the first hour while we ease into our day, that's going to be something that really serves you throughout that first day back from vacation. So we've talked a lot about tips on kind of if you have a team, if you don't have a team, um, before you go on vacation, while you're on vacation, after you go on vacation, lots to digest here, lots of really good things to start practicing. And um, we're putting this episode out at the beginning of the summertime because most of us are going to take a vacation. Um, I do want to um, realize that there is a lot of people in the events industry that summertime is your busiest season. It's one of the busiest season because the weather is great. If you're in the north, Um, America area, the northern states, this is prime time for you. And so perhaps you don't take a vacation right now because it might stress you too much out to actually take a vacation. So take it after your busy season or before your busy season. Um, So definitely time it out that works best for your schedule. Here in Dallas, it can get um, a little less busy of the summer because it's so stinking hot here. It gets over 100 degrees with like 100% humidity here. So summertime is a little bit of a slower time for us. So for me to take a vacation is a little less stressful for me um, versus like a springtime or a fall time when it's super busy. And so you might take that into account um, when you're planning your vacations. But that's what I have to share with you today all about how to um, balance your work and balance going on vacation while not being too stressed about it. So thanks for joining in and we will see you next week.